Good morning. It is Wednesday, September the 13th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Let's begin the day with consecration. Wake up, sleeper. Rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. By the way, you know that's your part, don't you? When I say wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, your part is, and Christ will shine on you. Or if you want to say the whole thing with me, I'm good with that too. So, beginning again, wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body to you as a living sacrifice. Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today's entry is entitled, Why Do Bad Things Happen to Good Christians? It's the Wrong Question. Our text is Acts chapter 5, verses 17 to 26. Hear now the word of the Lord. Then the high priest and all his associates who were members of the party of the Sadducees, were filled with jealousy. They arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. But during the night, an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail and brought them out. Go stand in the temple courts, he said, and tell the people all about this new life. At daybreak, they entered the temple courts, as they had been told, and began to teach the people. When the high priest and his associates arrived, they called together the Sanhedrin, the full assembly of the elders of Israel, and sent to the jail for the apostles. But on arriving at the jail, the officers did not find them there. So they went back and reported, We found the jail securely locked with the guards standing at the doors, but when we opened them, we found no one inside. On hearing this report, the captain of the temple guard and the chief priests were at a loss, wondering what this might lead to. Then someone came and said, Look, the men you put in jail are standing in the temple courts teaching the people. At that, the captain went with his officers and brought the apostles. They did not use force because they feared that the people would stone them. The Word of the Lord Now consider this. Let's begin today in the spirit of some good old-fashioned catechesis. Question. If God is for us, Who can be against us? Romans 8.31 Answer A lot of people, powers, 
principalities and pain can come against us. Question, will the opposition ultimately win? Answer, not a chance. Question, can they inflict unbearable pain on us in the meantime? Answer, you better believe it. As things heat up in Jerusalem, we're going to start seeing some bad things happening to good Christians. The outcomes will vary. In this particular instance, it miraculously worked out for the apostles as an angel sprang them from jail. As we turn the page into chapter 6, we will witness our first martyr. But notice as we go along that no one seems to be asking the perennial question of our time. Why do bad things happen to good people? Do you know why the Bible does not answer the question, why do bad things happen to good people? Because the Bible is simply not asking that question. Neither were the early Christians asking that question. The early Christians were not philosophizing about sin, death, and evil. They were fighting it with everything they had. At times, an angel would spring them out of jail at midnight. At other times, they would take rocks to the face until the bitter end. The gospel promises that we will win the war but it almost guarantees we will lose quite a few battles along the way. The true sign of prosperity is not success in all things. It is endurance despite all things. We are not talking about a grit-your-teeth-and-grind-it-out endurance born of human effort. Where the Holy Spirit is involved it often looks like joyful, painstaking perseverance. Fast forward to the present day. At times, the enemy will look like a mentally ill assassin in an elementary school. At other times, the enemy will take on the form of stage 3 cancer for an 18-year-old. Sometimes the police will get there first and save the masses from bloodshed. Sometimes the miracle will happen. Other times the chemo will work. Sometimes the scourge of cancer wins. Many of you are facing such situations right now. It's not a matter of having enough faith to have your prayers answered. It's the fact that we live on a battlefield. We live in the age of the Holy Spirit, and yet, the present evil age rages on. The gospel does not guarantee a get-out-of-jail-free card, though at times, as a bonus of encouragement for believers, it will miraculously happen. We can rejoice when it does, but we must remember, the mission is not contingent on the miracle. After all, where does the angel send the apostles after delivering them? Yes, right back into the fray, where they will be arrested again. And lest we need to be put on notice, it is not going to end well for any of them. 
If the suffering of Christians designs to convey any particular message, it is this. Jesus plays the long game and takes the long view. The gospel nowhere says terrible things will not happen to good Christians. It actually says this, Romans 8. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Why do you think we spend so much time in the modern age trying to figure out and explain why bad things happen to good people? Why do you think they didn't focus on this issue in the apostolic age? The prayer of transformation. Lord Jesus, I am your witness. I receive your righteousness and release my sinfulness. I receive your wholeness and release my brokenness. I receive your fullness and release my emptiness. I receive your peace and release my anxiety. I receive your joy and release my despair. I receive your healing and release my sickness. I receive your love and release my selfishness. I receive the fellowship of sharing in your sufferings and release my sense of entitlement to a suffering-free life. Come, Holy Spirit, transform my heart, mind, soul, and strength so that my consecration becomes your demonstration, that our lives become your sanctuary. For the glory of God our Father. Amen. The question, the repeating, why do you think we spend so much time in the modern age trying to figure out and explain why bad things happen to good people? Why do you think they didn't focus on this issue in the apostolic age? And I'd love for you to journal out how you're personally dealing with the bad things that have happened or are happening in your life and those you love. For our hymn today, we're going to sing a song by which the Spirit will minister healing, comfort, and grace to so many of us in need just now. Think of those that you know and love. And as we sing, we will sing out to them too. The, the hymn is number 346. B. 
Be still, my soul. That's in our seedbed hymnal, our great Redeemer's praise. Number 346. We'll sing all three verses. Be still, my soul. The Lord is on thy side. Bear patiently the cross of grief or pain. Leave to thy God to order and provide. In every change he faithful will remain. Be still, my soul, thy best, thy heavenly friend. Through thorny ways leads to a joyful end. Be still, my soul, thy God doth undertake to guide the future as he has the past. Thy hope, thy confidence, let nothing shake. All now mysterious shall be bright at last. Be still, my soul, the waves and winds still know. His voice who ruled them while he dwelt below. Be still, my soul, the hour is hastening on. When we shall be forever with the Lord. When disappointment, grief, and fear are gone, sorrow forgot, love's purest joys restored. Be still, my soul, when change and tears are past. All safe and blessed we shall meet at last. I do sense the Spirit is ministering to people. I love that line, be still my soul. The waves and winds still know his voice who ruled them while he dwelt below. Pretty good songwriting right there. You know, I know many of you are suffering right now. And, you know, you're suffering as a human being. And if you're a Christian, just know that the enemy of our soul will take the normal suffering of a human being and almost like twist the knife on a Christian as a way of trying to take the pain from bodily pain to like soul pain. And to that, we must say, no, you shall not pass. And 
Jesus is Lord, and what can separate us from the love of God? You know, the question, if God is for us, who can be against us? That answer, uh, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of powers, principalities, pain, that can come against us. But But beyond that, what can separate us? The answer is nothing. And um just want to encourage you who are suffering, who are struggling, to stand firm, wait on the Lord, be patient, endure. And um, let this trial take you into a deeper trust. That's my prayer for you. So those of you who know people in these situations, you know, it can't be explained. There's no reason, right? There doesn't have to be some reason God has for allowing something to happen. This is the way I say it. Everything that happens is not necessarily God's will, but necessarily God has a will in everything that happens. God is in it. And that's how we need to posture ourselves with others, is to be in it, to allow God to be in it through us with them. That's the kind of sowing that is needed in these days. Well, let's call that a day, and let's press on deeper. Let's press on deeper into the love of God for this world. Let's be the church, the presence of Jesus in the people of God for the sake of the world. Get your seeds. I'm looking at mine right now. I'll see you on the field. For The Awakening, I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.